podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. And welcome to the Cop Update for today, Tuesday, the 25th of January, with the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav, as always, and for the next half an hour or so, we're going to go through all the Liverpool news and transfer stuff and whatever else we can find in the chat in the next, as I said, 30 minutes or so. The show is brought to you by Failicon, our new charity partner. Please check them out in the show description. You can get, um, the link to their website to see exactly what they do and also a link to our donate page um, where you can help us get to 10k for Failicon by the 10th of June um, please support that it's it's huge and 10k by, by June or the 10th of June I think is very very doable but um, as I said um, we'll talk about it a little bit later as to what they do and what they are about um, today's show we're going to look at a week left or just under a week left in the transfer window um, is anything going to happen? What needs to happen? What do you think needs to happen for Liverpool, um, if anything? And other clubs as well, because just looking today going, no one of no has made a real move, have they? No one of no has made made a real real move. If you're in the chat, um, thanks for joining me. Um, put all your comments in there and I'll read out as many as I possibly can. Please hit the like button now or on the way out, whatever suits you. Share it across your social media. Subscribe if you haven't already. I'm told we're 25 short of 12k. So subscribe if you haven't already. And most importantly, try our comments in there and we'll try to read as many as we can. So let's start from the top. Um, Kieran B says that Cody Gapko link seems interesting. He looks to have a good attitude, 21, made him, and they've made him voice captain, six foot two, looks quick. VVD could be in his ear. Talk about that in a second. Afternoon Reds, Vlahovic on his way to Juve for 75 million. That's a steal for a player with the talent he has. It's a big price. It's a big, big price. I know he scored a lot of goals in Serie A. And, you know, I think Arsenal have been banging at his door for uh, well over a month at this stage. And he's just refusing to talk to Arsenal. Um, and anybody else, he has a heart set on Juventus. And it looks like it will go through this window. Because um, Juve are looking to pay that money and get him immediately. Um, Kieran B, just on Gapco, says... Um, Gakbo, I have to be careful how I say that. Uh, he's left wing forward, plays for PSV, Dutch international. To be honest, I don't know all too much about him. Just watch some clips on YouTube, etc. Um, us and City are supposed to be uh, inquiring about him, as well as Bayern Munich, I've heard. Uh, Cody Gakbo. Um, signings in the summer FC, says Herschel Benting. Well, that's the thing. I want. I wanted to ask. Now, I am going to throw it out here, right? Um, one of the lads on this podcast said to me, you are speaking about a Monaco player a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, yeah, the fellow I can't pronounce his name, Shuameni, I think is how you say it. And he was like, I think he's the one. I think he's out of contract in the summer. And I think he's the one. So keep an eye on Shuameni because um, one of the lads here is insistent that he would be an unbelievable signer for Liverpool. Apparently he's out of contract. And... um yeah, it's it's one to keep an eye out on. So there you go. Uh, ben the core from Juventus to Aston Villa. We spoke to uh, Conan last night on the Man on Football show about that. That was a good sign, about 16 million. Um, Jamie Holmes, all happy. He says Liverpool are still competing for four cups. The lads back from AFCON, Elliot and Thiago to return to 
up the Reds afternoon, says Delwyn. Good afternoon. Mane playing at 4 pm, of course, in the African Nations. Of course, he is. Um, no football on this week. Yeah, we're going to cover you with shows this week, so don't don't worry about it. We'll, um, we'll give you, we'll let you know by the end of the show as to what we have planned for the rest of the week. Um, I'm trying to see what other notes I had here. Um, Roy Hodgson um, looks like he's taken over at Watford. Uh, left Palace looks like he was to retire at the end of last season. It looks like he's going in there um, to manage till the end of the season, which is just mad. How mad are Watford? Like we talk about transfers and stuff, and do we need a player here or do we need a player there? Watford are just berserk, aren't he? Um, sure, many isn't there a contract? Kessie is from AC Milan's Bobby Richmond. Um, he's not out of contract. Well, one of our lads is insistent. Um, one of our lads insisted that he's the man. He's the one that they should go for. Um, maybe I just thought he was out of contract in the summer, but seems to be sure many. One of the lads is, is insistent on, on this guy. So let's wait and see. Um, what else have we got? We know Vlavic. We know that's over for for um, Arsenal. And they've been linked with um, Jovic, who's with Real Madrid, was really good in Germany. Um, hasn't kicked on hasn't kicked on whatsoever in Spain and his name seems to pop up when you're going for somebody and it doesn't look like it's going to happen and then you his Jovic turns up um, the Daily Mail are linking Nat Phillips and Reese Williams to Sheffield United and Fulham are trying to get Fabio Carvalho on a new deal to ward off the likes of Liverpool, Leeds and one other as well. Klopp rates Martinelli highly, Gav. I think everyone rates um, Martinelli really highly. He's absolutely, he's absolutely, um, he's brilliant, Martinelli. Like, he's, he's a fantastic footballer. He's come back um, from a a bad injury, hasn't he, um, last year, but he looks, um, he looks absolutely he's brilliant he's absolutely brilliant and Dicko says the old fraud is back at Watford thought he had retired everyone thought he'd retired Salah is playing tomorrow in the AFCON yeah Naby Keita knocked out yesterday he's on the way back um, they'll all be back by the time we play Cardiff I think um, so that's good um, Jovic has played once for Real Madrid this season yeah it, it just his his name seems to pop up doesn't it um, when, when it comes to like I said you know you're going for a striker and then it's like oh will that happen and all of a sudden Jovic's name gets thrown out there um, I think he's worth a risk for somebody I think someone <clears throat> to take a punt on him is absolutely worth it but just going to let me know what you think Liverpool should do because there's a week left like Jamie's pointed her out there we're still in with chance of the league we're still in the FA Cup we're still in we're in the League Cup final we're in the knockout stages of the Champions League due to play Inter now mid-February. Um, we've talked about players coming back. So Salah, Mane, Keita from the AFCON. Thiago, Elliot looking to be back hopefully for Cardiff on the 6th of Feb. The only one that's that's not around is, is Divock Origi. And I spoke a couple of weeks ago saying that my only hope of signing anyone in a forward position anyway would be the future of Divock Origi. And I, I wasn't even taking into the account that you know, with Shakiri leaving um, last summer, we had a spot left in the squad. I wasn't even taking that into consideration. I just thought if he was going to if he was going to bring somebody in, he'd move somebody out. And I thought Origi would be key to that. And it just happens that he's injured, so we're not going to get rid of Divock Origi if even if he wanted to. I think um, in the January window. So um, somebody asked me as well, how many signings do you see in the summer? Um, I said four. I'm sticking to four. Um, that might change, but at the moment I'm definitely sticking, definitely sticking to four. Um, but what would you like to do? Um, there's a week left. 
Now, be realistic about it. You know, is there anything you could see us doing where we could get a player? We could get a player in that we really want and we could do it in this window. And I know people will say, well, look, it doesn't matter if it's this window or the other window. If you want a player, you go and sign them. It's a bit different in January because they're with clubs that have ambitions for whatever it might be. It could be it could be staying up in the league. It could be getting a Europa League spot. It could be getting a Champions League spot. It could be winning the league. Um, so it's what would you like to see us do? Because when I look at the other clubs around us, you know, are the clubs you would would consider to be not on Liverpool's level? Because I think this year, this year us and City are a level above. I think Chelsea are still hanging in there, but I think Liverpool and City looked that little bit above. But but they're not doing much, you know. City let go fair and Torres, and I was surprised at that. I thought they're doing that because they've lined somebody up, and with their with their like interest in the Champions League and, and their obsession with the Champions League I was surprised he'd let a player like that go even if he's not the happiest he'd want to keep him around the squad for numbers going into um, going into the Champions League knockout stages but City don't seem to be doing anything and you know with Ferran Torres going I expect him to make a forward signing in January or the summer and we don't know what's happening with Haaland and Mbappe and people seem to think or are fairly certain that Haaland and Mbappe will both end up in Spain um, I'm not 100% sure on that. I think City could rock a boat there in a big way. And by letting Ferran Torres go, I think they've positioned themselves to do so and making a 30 million quid profit on her at the same time. When you look down at Chelsea, they've only been... Re- like It's more links away for Chelsea, like Christensen, Rudiger, Azpilicueta, these these contract situations. Christensen has been mu- uh, linked now with Bayern Munich, as Rudiger was. And... They're probably looking to tie them up. The only really link you've seen with Chelsea has been um, Luca Dean on uh, on loan before he went to Villa, and that was because of the injury to Ben Chilwell. He had got Marcus Alonso there. You're seeing Sarah playing there at the weekend, but it looked like Chelsea might be looking for some sort of cover at left back. And um, will they do something? We don't know, but it's very very quiet on Chelsea. Spurs are the ones that are making most noises, and probably along with Arsenal. But the whole thing around Spurs seems to be zeroed in on Adama Traore and you know they want 20 they want 25 we want to give 20 you know Wolves are open to keeping them till the end of the season so it's really it's it's not there's not a lot going on Arsenal like that Vlahovic stuff for me is shown they're shown the hand very early um, and other clubs now who have any forward that you know are is anyway decent they know that Arsenal are willing to spend big money you know, they have um, the Swedish guy, who I forget his name. He's really good, though. He's being linked, the Swedish striker. What's his name? I'll think of it now in a minute. But he's being linked. And you know something? It's, again, it's just like, is it a, is, is it a thing where, you know, we're getting rid of a Bamiyan because he looks like he's going down the Ozil route when it comes to Arsenal where he just won't play for them again. And Arteta's cut his, cut his losses on him. I don't know how big, how wise a decision that is. I think he's right. I think they, they look better without them, to be perfectly honest with you. They look a, a better, more harmonious squad. But Arsenal just seem to be pinning on, on a forward. Spurs seem to be pinning on a damn when I think they have bigger issues and they probably need more. But we don't know. Like Newcastle are doing what you expect Newcastle to do. You know, they brought in Kieran Trippier. They look like they're bringing in that guy, Backer, from Leverkusen. They're linked with a 10 million loan move for Jesse Lingard. They've brought in Chris Wood. And they they're looking they're looking for more, but that's what you expected from Newcastle. 
they're in they're in trouble and they need to get players in and they need to bring the quality of that squad up significantly while protecting themselves against the possibility of going down. I think they've kind of done that, you know, that sort of way. But other than that, like nothing is really nothing's really happened. Um Ali says we need two players and Salah's contract. Salah's contract is massive. And I, I'm literally counting down the days he turns back up in, in Liverpool and we see where it goes from there. We're not really, we haven't really spoken about Salah on this channel for the last couple of weeks because we kind of put a pin in it, if you remember, right? Because nothing solid has come out and nothing really solid has come out in a long, long time. You know, where we've only, we're only basing our opinions on what day of the week it is and, and what month it is and how long he has left. I'm not trying to give opinion, but nothing solid has come out of that. Um, let me see. Uh, Captain Salah agrees. He says, get Salah signed. That would be a great start. Realistically, Gav says, Dan Bailey, I don't see any of us getting any of our targets. Yeah. And listen, this is a me turning around going, listen, it's hard in January and FSG and that's that's not it. I'm just kind of looking at it from from a case of, you know, if if for argument's sake, we're in four, we're in four tournaments and say somebody came in for Naby Keita and we didn't have a replacement. We wouldn't want to give Naby Keita away because we can't replace him and we need bodies to the end of the season. We could be opening to it at the end of the season. It could be Naby Keita, it could be anyone. It could be Nico Williams. We don't know. But you want to keep, you want to keep, you don't want to reduce the size of your squad um, in January. And a lot of players just, a lot of clubs just don't want to let go in January because they have goals in the season. And especially now with a week to go, unless they have, um, Unless they have a lo- uh, someone lined up, they're not going to take a person out of their squad and go with it to better somebody else, regardless of who they are. Um, it's very easy for clubs to say to players, listen, you keep playing with us, we'll definitely look at it in the summer. You know, we're, we're absolutely open to what happened in the summer, but right now we haven't got a replacement. And I think most players are okay with that. You know, the sort of way. Um, let me see. Gav, keep up the good work and the energy. Uh, thanks, Battery. Um, good work, okay, kill. Uh, energy, Knackered, knackered me. <laughs> but I uh, keep going. I'll keep going. Um I don't think we'll sign anyone for now, says Carcava. Um, but maybe organise a pre contract agreement. Yeah, they could be working on something like that, but I, I think we're all in agreement and I've been open about it. It's a big six, seven um, yeah, seven seven ish months now for FSG and for Liverpool and just just the direction this squad is going and where we want to go next because we are doing brilliantly this season. Don't get me wrong. But there's definitely, we need definitely some sort of freshening up and maybe a couple of bodies in and maybe a couple of bodies out just to refresh it and go again because I'm not saying this squad has completely run its course but you can definitely see areas of it where you go. If we improve two or three spots there, um, we have the nucleus of a brilliant, brilliant squad. We all know that. But if we refresh it and we just bring in a couple of bodies, it pushes us on for going again next season and strengthens us in probably numbers and in quality. And that's what you want to do. Um, Jamie says, with the returning players, I think we'll hold fire in January and go all in for Bellingham in the summer. The midfield one's going to be mad, isn't it? You know, you see you see Bellingham, who's massively rated. You see Yves Basuma, massively rated. Gravenbach, um, Ajax, massively rated. Uh, Shua Many, who I've mentioned already, at Monaco. There's so many really, really good players that you could look at in the summer. And Basuma is definitely gettable. I think Gravenbatch is definitely gettable. Um, Bellingham is probably the highest price, but kind of loose ties to Liverpool and the fact that a Liverpool fan and Liverpool might look to do... That's the sort of signing that would would um, 
excite Liverpool fans in a massive way. The age he's at, the experience he has already, the position he plays, the fact he's a, he's a Liverpool fan, it makes loads of sense. It's just huge money. Um, the midfield one's going to be really interesting. And that's, when I say four, I think, I think it's, I think it's two midfielders. I think it's a forward. And I think it might be one player right back um, to come in. And, and, and I hate the word squad player, but it's probably the one position in the, in the team where you go, yeah, he's just out on his own. Like it's so hard to replicate him, but get somebody with a bit more quality in there. Then again, the, f- I think, I think it's definitely two midfielders and a forward. Definitely. Maybe not a fourth, but I think if a fourth was to come in, that's where I'd be looking at. Um, our, are full and pushing for the playoffs maybe that young lad is the only realistic one we could sign in January but more than likely if it will happen it will be in the summer he's out of contract in the summer Kieran. you're referring to Carvalho he's out of, he's out of contract in the summer Fulham are top of the championship you know Alexander Mitrovic has 20 fucking 8 league goals already he's about 3 or 4 off beating the all time championship record held by I want to say um, Tony off Brentford of 31 like he's about 20 games to do with him it's mad they're absolutely flying in the league and with Mitrovic um, Harry Wilson having the big saying and Carvalho's having a saying it they, they're absolutely absolutely flying you know and um, maybe it is one where he says look I'll stick around and Try win the league and get you back in the Premier League, but I want to, I'm a free, I'm on a free then, you know, and he can move anywhere he wants. Then come to, I think it might be the 30th of June, um, he can move anywhere he wants. But they're flying. Um, Sandy P says, luckily caught you live. The timings are a bit tough to manage. Otherwise, watching from India, fair play to you. It's what time is it? It's about is it seven eight o'clock in India? I don't know. I, I'm no good with the um, times around the world. I know New York is five hours behind us, and after that, um, I think Dubai is four hours ahead of us. Vegas is about eight hours, and after that, I'm, I'm not very good. Mo, Mo announced on the 34th as Bobby Richmond. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Robbie Richmond, sorry. I wouldn't be surprised, but I'll take it all day long. I don't care what day he's fucking announced. You know, they can do it at 4 a.m. On, on fucking Valentine's Day. It doesn't bother me. Just do it. Um, I'd be happy with Neuhaus, um, says the reclaimer. Linked last summer. I've gone very quiet on Neuhaus, not only for Liverpool, but anybody. Um, we need a midfielder and a forward and a solid contract as Ali A. Yeah, but Ali, what's the what's the realist what how realistic is it for us to sign a midfielder or a forward and sign Salah on his contract in the next six days? I don't think it is. Um I think if we get the Salah contract signed, I'm that's a good window for me. And I know that sounds very fucking FSG. Jesus, you're just happy with a contract. Now I'm just that contract means so much. It means absolutely so much. But look, let it be said, come the summer, you, you need three or four. It's as simple as that. You know, um, that, that's just my opinion. It's, we, we simply need three or four. Um, Gav, I think we need two midfielders. One now, a striker plus Salah putting to bed, says Kevin. Yeah, uh, two midfielders I agree with. One now, I don't think will happen. Because if we bring in a midfielder, we've loads of them. If we bring in a midfielder, you, you're probably looking at one of them who got going out. And I don't think any of them are in a position to go. I just don't. And I think their contract situation has become a lot clearer in the summer, especially Naby Keita, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, if they're the two you're thinking of. They're, they're both out of contract in 2023, so they, they end up on 18 months in the summer. So that's where it might move. Um, I'm not worried about uh, recruitment, says Dragon Ball. Um, we're good with that. Yeah, we're okay. We're okay in recruitment, but I think we need to show a bit more this summer. It just that's just my opinion um, I know people are sweating on Mo but if it was in real trouble his agent would be in the press a lot more than he is yeah he's a bit cryptic isn't he he had another cryptic one last week um, but 
nobody knows anything. He's just acting the maggot. Don't mind him. Um, let me see. Um, Garrett McDonald says, and he's talking to Jamie, he says, yesterday that Bellingham has agreed terms with Liverpool and Jamie feels he has a funny feeling Bellingham will come to us. That'd be a huge deal. That's a monster deal. And the thing is, like, it, the only worry I have over Bellingham is if he's 100 million quid, which I think he'd be close to, how many people are happy with that? If you if you sign Salah to a contract and he's signed till 2025, 2026, wherever it might be, it, he's signed where we don't have to worry about it. If we do that in this window and go and sign Bellingham, it's 100 million quid. If Liverpool were to sign, say, a forward with that, would you be happy? Because I, I don't know. I think... I think... Bellingham has to be the exception where you go, listen, we have to put this money into this fella because he's that fucking good. Put, him, put it in, but it doesn't sway us on anything else we need. He's a midfielder we need. We could do, say Liverpool wanted to use Basuma and show many, just for argument's sake, or a grand match, and they both cost 50 each, just for argument's sake. If Bellingham comes available and you go, right, listen, the, the layout now is, is, wasn't it was 100, now it's 150, and we still need a forward. If Liverpool went and done that and said, we're taking him for 100, him for 50, a forward for whatever amount, and we're bringing in a right-back player to push Trent or, or be there when we need him. That's a brilliant summer. Oh, my only worry is that if they put 100 million on Bellingham, they abandon another midfielder and they bring in a forward and you're looking going, you know, you're bringing in Bellingham for Milner, just for argument's sake, because Milner will, in my opinion, go at the end of the season. Is it enough? And that's where I think that's where I think you have to balance it. And probably you'll get big answers about where we're looking to push this squad because heads will fall off, heads will explode if we sign Bellingham, a graven batch, a forward, like say, just say for him, say a Rafinha, and we brought in a right back or whatever it might be, or a four player somewhere. And people will be like, wow, that is unbelievable. But we'll have to wait and see. Sandy wants an energetic midfielder to play our high line efficiency, um, efficiently. Uh, issues where defence has been because of the lacklustre in midfield. The pressure on the ball is where the high line gets exposed. I and mean, we do need more energy in there, I agree with you. But um, let's see how this two-week break does. Let's see how we get back. And let's see how much we can control. And, and as Shani said, you know, manage games. Because me and Shani kind of clashed the other night where I was saying, look, we're switching off. Shani was like, no, it's, it's game management. And I think we're about right. We aren't managing games properly because it's probably just put that bit more effort into manage it. Whereas I feel that sometimes it's just the most lax ball you've ever seen and it's letting teams in and then we're failing to manage it. I think it, it's a bit of both and you probably need some some more energy in there. I agree with you. Uh, players have all the power, not the clubs. Over a six-month period, the clubs have a bit of power, a uh, reclaimer. I'm going to be honest, they do because they can go, look, you've three years left on your deal. All we're asking for is six months. They're not going to go away. If you're that good, they'll be back in for you. And if Liverpool make an inquiry for a graven batch, and Ajax are doing well in the Champions League and they go there and they say look we'll give you 40 for them just for argument's sake Ajax can turn and go listen you're 19 you've three years left in your deal they really want you we're going to tell Liverpool that that price is fine in six months time so in six months time you can go there There's no, we're not going to stand in your way and that's where they have a bit of power and a bit of a bit of leeway, I suppose. Whereas in the summer, it's like, no, I'm not starting the season with this club and then you won't let me go in January because you need me. And it's nearly another year down the road. Isaac is the name of the forwards as Dragon Ball. Yeah, that's the player being linked with, um, that's the player being linked with Arsenal. And Shawnee rates him. 
I know Sean, you rate some things his quality. Uh, Gav, do you think Liverpool should do this window ins or outs, if anything? Says man like Sean. Um, I don't see anything coming or going. I think a forward option might have been there if Origi was fit. They might have tried to do something. But as I said before, the, the forward option, the forward, next forward signing, I, I think is huge for Liverpool. Huge. Not only for looking at next season, but beyond Mane, Firmino, and possibly Salah in a couple of years. I think it's that big. I really do. Um, let me see. I'm going to scroll through here and see. Um, Arsenal get a large salary off the wage bill. That's where Aubameyang, Aubameyang being linked with, was it Saudi Arabia or something? He being, he being linked with. Um, but that doesn't look like it's happening, but they, they look to, they will look to get him off the wage bill. There's no doubt about that. Um, see you've been linked with Julian Alvarez from River Plate. Yeah, I have seen that. And it looks like it's fairly close to being done. He's very highly rated as well. Um, anyone see the clip of Klopp giving drinks away after the Palace game? Yeah, I did. He come off the bus with three or four bottles of beer for fans waiting around, handed them out, and the lads were like, "What's going on here?" But uh, he's just sound, isn't he? He's, I'd say he's deadly to have a point with. Um, I would absolutely be. I'd absolutely get Martinelli and Fabio Carvalho into Delvin Jones. Martinelli's brilliant. I love soccer at Arsenal as well, and I think, I think Arsenal. Are, are acting this way in the in the in the January window because I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say if Arsenal don't make top four this season, that squad could be pulled apart. I genuinely believe that. I think I think the likes of Partey could look and say, look, I'm not playing Champions League. What am I doing here? You know, he's a huge part of Atletico. You know, you look at Saka, who's looking to push into an England squad where going forward, England have some fantastic footballers and you have to be playing Champions League. Martinelli, the same, really highly rated, like coveted by, I'd say, easily six to ten clubs around Europe. And he's looking going, I need to play Champions League, even though he's young. You know, um, you look at others, even Smith Rowe, close to going to Villa last summer. Now, Smith Rowe looks very, very dedicated to the Arsenal cause, but trust me, Champions League team comes in, offer you more money. Um, regular Champions League and your head's torn there's no doubt about it your head's torn and I think Arsenal are kind of on one where they've invested a lot they've brought through some really good players made some good signings but if they don't make top four they're in trouble I think they're in trouble and, and look Arsenal used to be in trouble when they made it into top four players teams just took their, their players off them and I think that could be happening again Camavinga is good says Dram. Dragon Ball, he's been linked with Liverpool as well because he's not getting chances um, at Real Madrid. Liverpool interested in Rice, I find it hard to believe. Well, you're, you're not signing Bellingham and Rice. You're signing one of the other and I'm taking Bellingham because I still think there's something with Rice that just doesn't sit right with me. I think the level he's playing at West Ham, I think he's really, really good. Really good. Um, maybe he'd be brilliant with better players. Just style, there's something, there's something not right. And it's people always think, like, oh, it's because he played for Ireland and now he plays for England. I don't give a fuck that he played for Ireland and now plays for England. There's just, there's just something there where I go, I'm not 100% on him. I'm not, now he could come to Liverpool and be bleeding deadly, you know what I mean? But um, it's just something with him, um, just something with him that just doesn't sit right. Uh, Gav, do you see anyone moving in the summer? Any big departures? Um, there might be a chat around Joe Gomez, but I'd hate to see it. I think I think Milner will leave, and I definitely think you'll see a chat around either Ox or Keita or both, and Origi. That's where I think you would look, and you can easy. I think you can. I think you could let go of them and 
refresh and be stronger. Um, although Oxide Chamberlain's giving me cause for taw on that. Gav, would you take Max Aaron's? Not a bad player. Basuma, Bellingham, Lewis Diaz this summer. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll take anyone that clops once, you know, and he believes in because it's, it's, um, he's good. He's good at what he does. Jürgen Klopp. Gav, uh, Garrett says, I went and bought a selection of crisps and a batch pan today after last night's crisp porn. Batch bread, loads of butter, salt and vinegar king crisps or salt and vinegar crisps. It's absolutely deadly. Um, Barry Rubin. Here, here's commitment. I'm in Seattle, um, USA. Um, it's 6.20 in the morning. So he's eight hours behind. Eight hours behind. Fair play to you, Barry. Um, Seattle is a seat I'd love to go and visit, actually. Um, my wife has relations there, and uh, my mother and father-in-law have been there and loved it. So there you go. Um, Seattle's definitely on the list. Uh, let me see. Before we go, two minutes to go, two minutes to go, two minutes to go. Um... We need at least four in the summer, especially Millie will be heading off to beige. And I agree. I think four is about the right number. Um, but I'm not going to show, I'm not going to go screaming about it. No, just think four. Yeah, four is a nice number. Um, Martinelli is going to leave if Arsenal don't approve. Klopp loves him. Um, says Ali. Um, Arsenal need to start out handing out contract extensions or some of them will run down contracts. It's happened before Ramsey, Sanchez, etc. Um, sorry, excuse me. Oh, excuse me, that's a sneeze, it's not COVID, chill out. Um, talking about Arsenal, I'm the only one who thinks this Arteta youth project is being mismanaged, he will ruin Martinelli. No, I think he's doing quite well, I've been very harsh on, on Mikel Arteta, I think the carry on out with him um, over the, the League Cup was atrocious, but I think he's doing quite well, but they still need to go up a level, you know, they still need to go up a level, and... That, the likes of draws against Burnley will hurt you, and they need to go out and build bigger teams probably to get top four because they used to be flat track bullies where the top five or six to them didn't matter they just looked after the other 13 and they were okay but um, I think I think if they don't get Champions League I think it's they'll have they'll have problems I think they will have problems because there's, there's just players there that are uh, they're just on they're just on the verge of being breaking right through to being top, top players, like Saka, Martinelli, Smith-Rowe. You have other players there that are established and have played Champions League, the likes of Partey and stuff. And it'll it'll be hard to convince them all to stay and go again. Especially when you, like, City are going to improve, Chelsea are going to improve, United will definitely improve, Spurs I think will improve, Liverpool will improve. There's a, there's, they, you just get left behind. You just get left behind. So it's one of those. Right, that's 30 minutes. Um that's been good thanks a million for your comments because it, it drove forward this show today and that's what i love people coming in telling us what you t- telling us what you think throwing out names have a discussion we don't show we don't scream we don't tell you this is happening or that's happening we just talk about players what we think of them and then we move on fabio carvalho wants liverpool um according to ali so we'll have to wait and see last one amal marotra and I hope I said that right. Apologies if I haven't. Gav, four players in a single window was hard for us. I can see it happening. I can't see it happening. We won't spend 100, 150 to 200 in a single window without someone big being sold. Well, that's that's going to be the test, isn't it? Come the, come the summer. There's no point in letting go of two of your best players and bringing in four. You, you might as well just sign two. Keep the other two. No point. You have to look to improve all the time. Um, Norman says... Uh, say hello to Becca Music Gav my daughter another red 
good afternoon, Becca Music, um, Norman's daughter, who's a fellow red, um, and she's liked and subscribed, I think, there as well, so fair play to her. Uh, hit the like button, says Coutinho, absolutely. Garrett McDonald says, great show as always. Listen, you make it. I'll turn up if you turn up. That's the deal. Um, if, if you don't want to turn up, I'll go and drink tea. Doesn't bother me. But anyway, um, that has been the cop update. Don't forget, when you're finished here, hit the like button. Subscribe if you haven't already. Share it across your social media and get people to come in and get involved every day if they can. In the show description is Fela Khan's website. It does also the link to the donate um, page, which is um, closing in on a thousand euro already. So we're nearly 10% there. Um, the sponsorship for the golf day is absolutely flying. So um, that's nearly, nearly done um, where we have everything that we've asked for they're committed to um, money-wise. But look, it's 10K by the 10th of June. It's a fantastic charity, like a fantastic charity. And it's literally made up of volunteers. Um, so if we can help them out between now and June, it'll set them up, genuinely could set them up for years if we do this, genuinely. So um, t- 30 minutes is too short, says Ali Ali. I have to fit it in somewhere. I have to go and collect the child from school now. You know, and then come home, and then the other child wakes up. So it's all it's all happening. Um, it's just it's just about fitting these in around them, um, just a normal life at home. But that has been the cop update. Thanks a million for joining us. Um, sorry, rest of the week tonight. Chris hosts a draft. Uh, it's around the league cup in Liverpool. I know. Uh, Conroy, Keith, and Kev are on that. I'll be back tomorrow night with a transfer agenda show where we look a bit deeper into all these links around Liverpool and all the other clubs going as well. We'll be off on Thursday, back on Friday with Sports Unplugged and um, we'll be back then on Sunday with the Fatback 4 and I'll be here with you Wednesday, Thursday, Friday as well. Talk to you in a bit. Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.